sassier than a Cardi B verse. This is John Ben and Sharon. Here we go, New Zealand Thursday afternoon. You mates, John Ben and Sharon, back with you. Oh, hey, it's yeah. good to be here. Really, is good to be here. Good to be here. Yeah. Oh, oh, geez, I thought we were going to have a good start. We did not no, have a good start. In a rugby game, like when the kickoff happened, it would be me dropping the ball. I subbed you off already if I was Steve Hudson. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're gone. You're on the bench, mate. See you later, mate. Oh. Off to England or wherever they go. Okay, yeah, I'm going to earn a lot more money working for a radio station in France, okay? Good luck with that one. Good luck. It's only because I can't understand what you're saying. (laughs) Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Now, when I was growing up in Masterton, my friend David um, lived up the road and his parents ran the Video (laughs) Easy store in Masterton. I used to go to that shop all the time when I lived there and get a whole lot of videos. There's a real big... uh, Adult section. <laughs> was there? It's quite a quite a large offer. The adult was there? section was like the size of this studio. <laughs> really? Yeah. There's a lot of randy people in Masterton. That's nothing, why. nothing more degrading than having to go into Video Easy to pick up your bloody blue movie, is there? <laughs> uh, but, but being mates of um, you know of someone whose parents ran the the um, the video store, the DVD store was was great. You know, you could watch any movie. Play any PlayStation game as long as it was in, of course. You know, so you wouldn't pay the rental cost. No, you just you're just getting free games. Unless someone would come in and you're like halfway through something, and they're like, "I need Home Alone back." You're like, "Ah, oh, oh, damn it!" <laughs> we're only up to the bit where his parents were displaying some very poor parenting skills. Yeah. So yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing to be friends with that. And I thought today we could throw it out there. Why was your your mates? Parents, the coolest. I remember my friend Emma. Her parents were young. They were like way younger than our parents, and everyone thought they were sixteen so... or something in Timaru. <laughs> no, shut up. But they nineteen. Were, they were like thirty-eight. Now parents were all like forties, and we thought that they were so cool. They would coach our softball teams. We'd hang out at their house. But the coolest thing is when you stayed at their house and they made your lunch the next day. You had uh, these dope Tupperware sandwich containers to take your uh, sandwich to school. With and nothing says rich like a cool sandwich can have to be tough. Something music, Carl. Like, honestly, music. it was so awesome. Like, you have set the bar quite low. Nah. I mean, that's great, they had nice Tupperware, but yeah. <laughs> you have a very low level of what you're expecting <laughs> par- parents to be cool for. Because no, her parents were young and cool, and you were like, yeah. Whereas my the, mom's the Tupperware just sitting them over the... Yeah, mum's just wrapping mine up in some glad wrap, and they're getting these cool, like, bright-coloured Tupperware. And I'm like, damn, girl, you are living. There you go. <laughs> yeah. If you want to impress Sharon, get a glad snaplock container. You'll have her all day. No, it's Tupperware, the rich stuff. Not this esteemed crap you're getting at the supermarket. The rich. Mm, the goodness. <laughs> Can't afford that. I'm trying to pay for it myself to get my work lunch. I think Too we expensive. could do a lot better than that. Yeah. What? Why were your parents' friends called? My parents, uh, my friend's uh, dad owned a dairy. When I was about seven or eight, it cool, was a bro. dream. You'd go down. I mean, it's no Tupperware, but like whatever brings but you. But you could put the stuff in Tupperware. Yeah. <laughs> you get free smokes, whatever you wanted. Real ones. It was a different time in 1920, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Kids were allowed to smoke back then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll wait under the edge of the number. 3343 three on the text. Uh, why were your friends' parents so cool? We'd love to know this afternoon. It is The Edge. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Talking this afternoon about why your mate's parents were so cool. Oh, yeah, because my friend Emma's parents had cool sandwich Tupperware. That was a good time. Are you still sticking with that one? Yeah, it was cool. They what? were awesome. They were, like, young. They let us use the phone. They had three-way calling. They were dope. My friend Ben's mum's really nice. Oh, yeah, that's because you guys... Jenny? Is that my... Oh, whoa. What do you mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot say Jenny's like She's lovely. Yeah, but yeah, why okay. do you think she's lovely? Oh, just because she's a nice person. Fine. All right. All right. Ben thinks sinister thoughts. <laughs> We've got Jen on 0800 The Edge right now. Why were your friend's uh, parents called, Jen? 
Um, my friend from primary school owned the local Chinese food shop, and Yum. I used to. I still get free wontons, and I'm 34 years old now. Yeah. Free oh. wontons, yeah, yeah. a ton of wontons. It doesn't get better yeah. than that. I reckon that my yeah. um, friends would think that my parents were cool because my dad used to give us sweet money boxes from the ANZ Bank. <laughs> <laughs> With no money in them? No, nah, just so that we could oh, get just in, the boxes. Just so we could get into saving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here, kids. Had some high interest, high interest loans. Maybe it wasn't that cool in high We all had mortgages by the age of nine. <laughs> Natalie's on 0800 The Edge. Welcome to the show, babe. What do you reckon made your friend's parents super cool? Uh, well, my um, my bestie, her um, her dad was a light, air, uh, light aircraft pilot. So, um, so when everybody else had to drive down to their summer holiday, we used to jump in the plane and, oh, um, and that, fly. That is impressive. Would he drop her off at school in the plane? Well, that'd be a big waste <laughs> of fuel, wouldn't it? It would be. It would be. And we didn't really have um, a um, an air um, airstrip that close to our school, but Yes. So where would he land when you're going on holiday? Like on the front yard of some other poor schmuck neighbour? Watch out, my plane's coming through. Was down at um, down at Pawanui. He had a, um, a holiday home there. So he Rich. used to... Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had a plane, yeah. That's yeah. so dope. That is awesome, Natalie. Thank you very much. Appreciate There's, your call. Lots of people fly down to Pawanui. It's crazy. They just have little landing pads on the back of their mansions. Really? It's, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's like down by the waterways, I think it is. Um, Marcus, I must get one installed at my holiday. Home. Hello. <laughs> Ma- your holiday home is like your in-laws' house. Yeah, that's right, mate. <laughs> Marcus is on Iron the Edge. Why were your friends' parents cool, Marcus? Uh, they had a um, four square and the textile was a uh, like a spicy parlour thing. Like play video games in it. Four I understood ten percent of that. He had, they owned a four square that had spaces and stuff like that. Oh, oh Marcus, about thirteen, yeah. yeah but, living um, living the dream was 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 the brother, eh? Hey? Like he um like because <laughs> we oh, we used to smoke a bit of weed, so we used to give him weed, and they he used to open it up for us and cook us burgers and uh, milkshakes in it, mate. <laughs> so I couldn't get more attention. And then, and then the father found out, and um he just asked us for some pots. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Marcus. Oh, Thanks so much for your call, Marcus. And uh, producer Dan is in here. I don't know if you can top uh, that. It's but not ha- as good as Marcus's nah, story. Do we even bother? No, nah, don't bother. Let's not. Nice oh. to see you, Dan. No, no, not Mark. Uh, all right, then. Uh. Ben wanted to continue on, but he's been shot oh, down. I used to live at Disneyland. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, okay, no, that's good. Yeah. Your yeah. friend lived at Disneyland. Yeah, his dad, his dad was like the CEO of Disneyland Paris. I never got to go there. <laughs> but there was no weed. Yeah, there was no... I used to hook him up with weed so I could go on <laughs> Magic Mountain. <laughs> Magic Mushroom Mountain, I think. Magic Mushroom Mountain. Ben and Sharon. The Edge. 60 seconds to find the three of us throw out ludicrous situations in the hope that you listening have had them happen to you and then you call up in 60 seconds to make oh. it... Well, so, sorry, Sharon. You sorry, were, no. You, know, you were coming no, in there. You had something to say. No, I was, no, was going to say I would like to go first okay, you can go this first. week. Um, now, are you continuing your theme of uh, just reciting uh, movie plot lines? Yeah, you keep accusing me of that, and I don't understand why you keep thinking that I'm reciting movie The plot irony lines. is you're the one who wins every time. Yeah. Well, okay, well, I've got one today. This happened to a friend of mine. So have you ever been a kid, when you were a kid, right, and this happened to one of my mates, his name's... Uh, Brian, and Brian was a small boy, and then Brian made friends with this older dude, and his name was, I can't remember his name, he was like a bald guy, but he could see dead people. (laughs) And he would be... Was that older guy's name Bruce Willis? (laughs) 
Oh, I don't know. I'd have to, I'd have to ask Brian. Um, but Brian could see dead people. Yeah. And um, he thought this dude was alive. He thought it was his uh, dad or something. Mm. But then uh, in the end, he grew up a wee bit and he found out this guy had been dead the entire time. <laughs> Spoiler alert for a movie. And he was seeing a ghost. So my question is on 800 The Edge, when you were a small boy... <laughs> did you see dead people? Did you see dead people mm. that were like bald, dead bald people? Yeah. All right. That's did you see a ghost when you were little? Okay, throw that out. Okay. Yeah, did okay. you see a ghost when you were little? 0800 The Edge, if that's happened to you. My scenario today. Yeah. Okay. Here it is. Ben. Gone tomorrow. Oh, what? Eh? Are you throwing it to me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ashton Kutcher, the actor, we talked about this earlier. Um, He was uh, driving this car, uh, hits a teenager on a a scooter who's on the side of the road. Uh, Teenager's fine. They got a photo together. That's all the teenager wants, which is pretty cool. Good in America, knowing that. Because you can sue the ass off him. Yeah. um, But I thought, have you ever been in an accident with a celebrity? Oh, 100 of the edge. Maybe like those people that were in the Rickett and Moore food court when the earthquake hit, and they got there was people that got carried out by like Karen Reed and Richie McCall. Maybe some of those people could read. Oh, 800 of the edge. Here's my one. There was a cat in the UK dragged in a plastic bag overnight. Turned out the plastic bag was full of heroin and cocaine. Oh no. Oh jeez. What is your cat dragged in? Okay. I reckon you made that one up. Now block, now block the phones and clear them because you've got an advantage going first, Sharon, before we start the clock. Oh, for goodness. Okay, so block all the phones. Okay. Block I'm all the phones them. and clear them. That's okay. just going to affect everybody. Yeah, cool. Get rid of that one on hold. Oh, oh that, but, Get rid of that. No, because <laughs> you know there was going to be one. Are these people going to call back? Okay. okay. There oh, we wait, go. Start the clock now. Have you seen dead people as a child? What has your cat dragged in? Or have you had an accident with a celebrity? Hello, The Edge. Who would you like to uh, indulge in their story this week? Um, I would like to indulge the um, seeing ghost one. No! Oh, God, every time Sharon. Sharon gets these win on this. It's, I, I mean, it happened to my friend Brian. It could happen to anybody. What's oh, yeah. your name, sir? Shannon. Shannon, tell us what happened. Hang um, on, we need a scary movie for this. Have we got any scary music? Yeah, I'll get some scary music. Okay, we're getting scary music. Start your story, though. Back about five, six years ago, um, my mother owns a shop and... Um, the, like, people before mum or something, I'm not too sure the whole backstory of it, but the, um, for about, I don't know, six months or so, I used to, like, go upstairs and, um, and, like, just hang out in the school holidays and stuff. Yeah. And I used to be able to feel, like, people there and... Like I'd see people walking past doorways and everything like that um, when I was up there and it started freaking me right out. Yeah. Jeez. Would you talk to them? I was just used to say, like, hello. Hello, anyone there? And, like, nothing would happen, so... What did they say? Did the, did the ghost turn around and go, shh, Shannon, I'm trying to do some haunting over here. <laughs> Shush. Nah, but... Um, oh, okay. Nah. Dumb story, Sharon. <laughs> no, 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 no. Nah. Why would they say that, Sharon? Sharon? <laughs> oh, thank you very much. There you go. You've had another win. Yeah. Well, another win. what Justine was ringing for. Justine, 60 seconds to find. Who, who have you got? Um, so it wasn't myself, but when I was a baby, my dad, like, had this urge to go check on me in my car, and he walked in, and there was apparently this, like, mist over the top of me that he can't explain. It has no idea what the hell it was. But he swears black and blue that that was something. Oh, that's enough for me. Thank you, Justine. That's terrifying. And it's a win for Sharon.
three weeks in a row. Well, should we call this 60 seconds to find or should we just say Sharon gets some good calls? Or should we say Sharon starts last next time? Okay, I started last last time, yeah, but did. whatever. Did she? Yeah, I can. She did. Oh, damn. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. You know I'm all about the gram, sliding in my DMs, Ben. <laughs> you know what? You pretend that you're not all about the gram and you're... <laughs> Doing a joke. Yeah, it's twice you got your. Yeah. You're doing a joke, but the thing is, you are sly on the Instagram. You look, even though you pretend. Oh, you I don't. look at it, yeah, but I'm not on it, yeah. You just. You're I like a, looking at the photos. Yeah, well, that's you're what Instagram. Is. You're an Instagram <laughs> stalker. I am. It's weird. Is it weird? Here's a question about Instagram. Is if it weird you meet, to be scrolling without an account? <laughs> is it weird, like, if you meet someone on Instagram, but you don't know them, and you're like. I follow you on Instagram. Is that an odd? Is that an odd thing to say to someone? I had somebody that we followed each other and liked each other's stuff, but we had never actually met in real life. But we had lots of mutual friends. That's unusual because you know everything yeah. about each other. Saw her at a cafe, and I was like, "Hey, how are you?" And we like hugged each other, and then we both had this real awkward moment of, "Oh my god, we've never actually met in real life." It was so weird, but we talked on Instagram all the time. Andy, who we work with, did it to a lady that uh, we ran into because they're both runners. He's a runner, and she's a runner. He's like, I follow you on Instagram, and then he was like, "Oh God, that sounded weird." But she's like, "Yeah," and she was like, "Yep, it did." (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, it is weird. Instagram, you know, everyone wants to lead the perfect life on Instagram. Do they what? And it spreads into your wedding. In Australia, couples are spending upwards of fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars on a wedding to make it the perfect setting for an Instagram photo. What? So that at any angle throughout the wedding, any of the guests can take a photo and it'll look magnificent. Wow. Wow. I, I'm actually real glad Instagram wasn't a thing when we got married because people would probably look at ours now and think it was, you know, not that great. Yeah, well, on the back of the pickup truck, I was kind of like, eh. Oh, yeah. shut even, up. Even back then. No, it was a beautiful the, the wedding. Banjo, the banjos I, were lovely, though. Yeah, well, I'm from Timur. you got to have a banjo. I liked how uh, all of your bridesmaids were in overalls. Yeah. Oh, shut up. Yeah. Wearing no shoes? Yeah, yeah. Oh, because the gumboots were outside. Because everyone has their fancy wedding cars now, and they have these fancy photos in front of their wedding cars. My wedding car was a a disco bus, and it was just a big van, like a career van, but on the inside it had a disco ball and played um, 90s pop music the whole way. It was just basically a booze bus. (laughs) Like you had to wipe the vomit off your seat from the previous night. You probably would have had to. In all seriousness, you had a lovely wedding. MC was a bit rubbish. but It was a terrible MC. No, no, that that really let the day down. And I kept hitting on my nana. (laughs) I know. Which was super was hot. <laughs> I'll have nothing bad said about your nana, and I did a magnificent job of being a master of ceremonies. You did do a good job. Uh, but okay, 0800 The Edge, want to throw this out there. Why are you glad? No, what did I want to throw out there? <laughs> <laughs> what, did I, what did I want to throw Just out there? Just moments ago, I was like, have you what got this bit? You're like, yeah. Show? What does it say on the sheet? Oh, no, I knew I wanted to throw something we out We do there. a sheet every day. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, that's not gonna, no, that's not going to work. What's on the sheet? I don't reckon. Okay. Yeah, I reckon it's going to work. No, no, I don't reckon it's going to work. What I reckon is going to work is yeah. the most extravagant, crazy thing you've seen at a wedding. Oh, I like oh. it. That, I like that, it. That the bride and groom spent money on you. Like, this is just, why have you done this? This is a waste of money. All right, I went under the years three, three, four, three. Just Jono's dream, this, this conversation. Oh, <laughs> uh, chocolate fountain. You saw a chocolate fountain at a wedding? I saw a chocolate fountain at a wedding, like a big chocolate fountain full of chocolate, and then they had a champagne fountain. I was like, that is such a waste of champagne. Where does the champagne fountain go to? Well, it just like fills oh, it just up glasses. Yeah, 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 it just keeps, keeps recycled champagne. Yeah, the most ludicrous thing you've seen at a wedding. All right, we'll do Someone that next. Someone wanting to actually marry Jono? <laughs> oh! Well, I paid a lot of money for her. <laughs> Well, maybe oh. it like she's a Russian bride or something. <laughs> you did. Sonia's on 0800 The Edge. What was the most extravagant thing you saw at a wedding, Sonia? 
So it was actually our wedding, and um, we got married at Arana Park in Christchurch, and so the guests were on those little car things going around with the drinks trolley, to feeding the giraffes and looking at the lions and tigers and all that stuff, which was pretty cool. Wow. That is extravagant. That is real extravagant. And so then the lion yeah. walked up the aisle with your rings tied around its neck and <laughs> put its paws oh, on your hand. The giraffe, it would be a bit, bit more friendly, the giraffe. <laughs> that is awesome. Wow, that's pretty cool. Oh, no, they did weddings here. That's pretty yeah. cool. No, you know, yeah, around, a park, cool. around a park used to, I remember going to stay with my cousins in North Canterbury when I was like five or six. You could just drive around around a park and the yes. lions would come sit on your car. You used to be able to drive in the thing, right? Until some munter yeah, got out of the car yeah. and tried to tackle a lion or oh, something. for goodness oh, sake. And that was Ruined the, last, the fun for everyone. The last time that uh, Jono went to a Rana Park. <laughs> you were, he was that munter, right? <laughs> <laughs> I actually went to a wedding. Uh, I have had such bad anxiety about this story that I I don't know how many years ago they got married, but I've never told it on air, I don't think. Mm. But we went to our friend Rob and Sam's wedding and everyone had champagne on the tables and the, it was all red labels on the champagne. And so I went out the back to get some more for our table because they hadn't put any on our end. And oh, I was like, oh, run we? out. More accurate. <laughs> and we said, oh, uh, can we get some more champagne for our table? And the guy comes back with this bottle of Bollinger champagne, which is very expensive. And I said, um, are you sure that's the right one? Because it just seems very expensive. And he goes, it's definitely the one. I was like, are you sure? Everybody's got this. He goes, yeah, 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 that's the one. I was like, are you really sure? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I look at my friend and he's like, oh, it must be. We walk back discussing how rich these guys must be to be having Bollinger champagne just balling out on all the tables. So we drink it. Like 10 of us, we all have a glass of it. We're like, dang, these guys are making back. And about 20 minutes later, the MC, Mike Pudu, is walking around being like, has anyone seen the bottle of Bollinger? Has anyone seen the bottle of Bollinger? Oh, no. We were like, oh, God. And then we realised the waiter in a full sweat, comes running out, grabs a bottle and runs away to destroy the evidence that had given it to uh, us. This was for the, t- the head table? The it bridal turned table. out, not only was the Bollinger for the bride and the groom, but it was a bottle that they had bought on their engagement day oh, and kept no. it to crack at their wedding. No. So everyone's like, we were, we were all just like, take this to the grave. Nobody tell them. Take it to the grave. Two days later, Auntie Shaz's dog cracked because she was in a full sweat, having massive anxiety. And I ring Rob and I'm like, I am so sorry, Robbie. I've got to tell you, I I drank the champagne, but it's not my fault. The guy said it was definitely for the table and I'm so sorry. And they were like, oh, we're glad it went to somebody that liked champagne. And I was like... Oh, I have not slept for two and a half days because I've been so stressed out about this. Yeah, but I was like ballers having some Bollinger at the yeah. champ. And, and thing. They're only getting Lindau of mine. Lindau and Spates all day. <laughs> Don't Instagram that. I was drinking Spates out of a champagne glass at our wedding. She's drinking moonshine. She's drinking moonshine that her uncle with the overalls made, eh, yeah. Out of a no, shoe. I, yeah. okay, that's not true. Listening but it, to Post Malone. I like how he, how he nearly had a whole tooth. <laughs> that's not true, but one of my aunties did BYO her own Woodstock. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Uh, now, guys, so something's happened twice in my house over the last six months. And it happened uh, just the other night. And Dang! It- Hear about the sex dungeon. <laughs> I accidentally left someone in the dungeon. No. Twice. No, it's not. Got a, they were there. It's kind of. A, 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 it's quite a, quite a freaky wee moment where, in the middle of the night, I hear these noises in the lounge. But. I'm like, what's going on? And um, and there's like there's talking or there. The other night there was like a sports game going. I'm like, this is weird. And I walk down the you know, hallway to the lounge and. No lights on, but the TV is on. Oh, no, I can't. And the TV is blaring. I can't. And it's happened twice. I'm like, is this like a glitch in the TV? 
Or as Sharon said when I told her the story, she's like, you've got a ghost in the house. I can't hear this story anymore because I've read that book that was based on the woman, the woman that the medium, the TV show was based yeah. on. And she said that spirits communicate through electricity. So things like the TV or the light flickering and stuff is a spirit trying to, to communicate with you. Must be. Or you may have left your television timer on. It's yeah. one of the... It's one of the t- <laughs> no, it's a ghost. It's, it's, it's a, a ghost. It's a ghost like European fo- football. <laughs> Maybe. That, that was quite loudly playing in the Maybe. <laughs> Obscure Eastern European football <laughs> competition. I really want to see this game, guys. It's on at the four in the morning. Well, I honestly, I really, really believe this. And so I have actually found a medium to back me up this afternoon. Not a large. <laughs> We've got a psychic medium. Her name is Sarah. She's on 0800 The Edge right now. You've just heard Ben's experience, Sarah. What, yeah. do, you, what do you think? Well, I, I think you're dead right, actually. Spirits do communicate through electricity, um, predominantly because they're, you know, in an electrical... They're an energy, sorry, an electrical. And they, they communicate through electricity because it's actually easier and requires less energy than, say, moving an object. Oh, my God, Ben, I told you. So they're up in the night watching watching football in my house? No, they're trying to wake you up so that you could go down there and they can see you in your panties. It's going to be a nightmare <laughs> when the Football World Cup's on again. <laughs> TV's going to be on all night. What do you think Ben should do? Should he go down and try and communicate with said spirit or just let it watch the soccer in peace? <laughs> I would definitely go down and try. It's obviously trying to communicate with them. So I would suggest maybe asking the, the spirit questions and say flick once for yes, flick twice for no. Oh. Um, they can actually communicate back and forth with you. So, and I mean, hopefully it's a positive spirit just trying to connect with them. And, you know, and if it's evil ones, we'll deal with the consequences. <laughs> okay. So, Sarah, can you communicate, can you vibe out if there is a spirit around Ben right now down the phone? Uh yeah, if Ben could just talk for about five seconds, just so I can get a feel for, for what's going on. Okay, I'm... Hello, it's Ben! Oh, Jono! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, Let sorry. Sarah do her job. Okay, we'll turn our mics off. We'll turn our mics off and Ben, you okay. do some talking and see what Sarah can hear. Okay, well, I'm talking now for you, Sarah. Here I am. This is my annoying sounding voice. You're hearing quite a lot of it by itself. Um, this you, you're starting to sort of get inside my head now about this guy's thing. I thought it was just Sharon being, um, you know, thinking cool. about this. Oh. Yeah, you can. So what I'm feeling is that I'm not getting a, a big vibe, which actually probably means that it's more related to the house than you, Ben. Which, has someone recently died in the house before you purchased it? I don't, I don't know if that's the case, but hey, I'm not sure. I'm not. I don't know about that. So that, that's the my, sense my, I'm getting. I'm getting that it's, it's not. My TV a career died in the house. I think it's been dying since I've been living there. I really want. I, now I've I'm got like, no questions. I believe everything. Uh, all right. Well, I'll, I'll wait till the next football game and I'll, I'll bring down a couple of beers into the lounge and and, and let you know how it goes. Oh, okay. okay, Sarah. Thanks so much for talking to us. All right, Sarah. We're gonna wrap thanks, this up. This is getting... Bye bye. There was a load of shit. You know it was. A... You know it was, Sharon. What? There was a G up. You must have teed her up. Yeah. I 100%. I promise. I swear. I swear. But there's no, there's no <laughs> part of me that believes anything <laughs> yeah. that just took place. I, at, 
I one hundred and fifty thousand percent promise. I swear mm. on our friendship that uh, to me uh, that is a real psychic. Okay, all right. Well, there we I go. Do, in my knowledge, it is not a GF. All right, okay. Is, you, is GF a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. GF, GF, GF. Something up, something's up. Jono, Ben, and Sharon, the Edge. So before we were talking about celebrities that have rubbed you up the wrong way, I was telling my story about the guy from Lincoln Park who I interviewed, and he made me cry. Uh, but Bex from the Office, she's got one that's a little bit closer to home. So uh, tell us your story. Who is it? What did they do, Bex? Um, it's Mark Richardson from The uh, Block. The Block yeah. And the AM Show. And the AM Show. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Uh, nah. Really? Nah, I've... I've Had a bad room of... reveal? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> I found myself in an elevator at work with him, and um, we were just in the basement coming up to this level here, and so it's, what, less than 10 seconds. But I got in, and I was like, hey, how are you? And I was really excited to sort of be in his presence because... Um, he is New Zealand's Richard Gere. He's very hot for an mm. old dude. He's, yeah, he's pretty hot. But he was rude AF to me. Like, in what, what way? way? Just went, mm, and looked down, and I was like, I... Asked how, like, I didn't say back to him, mate, I asked how you were. I just didn't say anything to him, but I thought, oh, okay, whatever. And so ever since, you've just had a real bad taste in your mouth yeah, of Mark now Richardson. Yeah, I'd like sort of see him on the telly and I'm like, oh, I should really be saying this because he's a Kiwi, like, celeb. What if he's, you know, anyway... But he's not listening to this show, mate. He's listening to Radio Live. <laughs> no, he's, he's, way, he's way above this show. He's counting his money from his uh, 59 TV shows he does. Yeah, we what, can't, he can't hear yeah. us up there. Ever, so, ever since then, I've just sort of been like, every time I see him on the block, which... I like watching. Four or five nights time, a week. Every time I see him, I'm <laughs> yeah. like, ugh. And if you miss it, you catch it on 3now.co.nz. <laughs> you just go, ah, oh, again, there he is. <laughs> really? So there's nothing about Mark Richardson that would make you like him again after that one elevator yeah, look, experience? It's not like he answered you, but just not in a, g'day, yeah, great. Sort yeah, of way. I don't know, maybe, I just don't have time for the guy. Hey, maybe he couldn't find a car park. Maybe. Yeah, it's hard to get a car park around mm-hmm. here. I mean, there's 90 minutes downstairs, which always okay, Maybe he got a parking ticket? Yeah. <laughs> I just don't like him. <laughs> you don't? That's hard. Well, I, hang on. We've got someone on the phone right now. Mark Richardson, welcome to the show. <laughs> oh, look, I'm, I'm really sorry to hear that story. <laughs> don't hit me. Don't hit oh, me, Bex. Oh, my God. We don't even know about the story. You can blame your mate Sharon. John and Ben and Sharon can vouch for me. I'm pretty much. Rude to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's a blanket rule, isn't it, Mark? Oh my god, my heart is racing. <laughs> there, was, there was no special treatment. He's rude to everyone. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Nothing, nothing against. Um, honestly, I'm sorry. It, it, nothing against you. Maybe I was just having a bad day, and I'm actually a little bit shy, and I'm a little bit. I don't like being stuck in closed spaces with people because they they sort of get inside my zone of terror. <laughs> they get close to me. And it makes me uncomfortable. So. But maybe when someone asks Sorry. how you are, mate, just be like, you're good, and then look down, not, and then look down awkwardly. I don't want to lie either. I was probably shitty. And that's if I'd said, I'm shitty, thank you very much. <laughs> me even more. I mean, this is the guy who had a run-in with the Prime Minister. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he's got a blanket rule to be rude to everyone, Bex. Yeah, it's just, you know. Anyway, hey, Mark. Oh, <laughs> <It's, it's, laughs> my God. We just, can we just say yes, and this is a guy who had a run-in with the Prime Minister and won the argument. Oh, here he goes. He's still not backing down. Okay. I won't even sit here and try and say maybe just say, yeah, good, and look down next time because I'm not going to win, am I? No. <laughs> can we try and make things better, Bex? Do you want to ask Mark the question again? We can do like a take two, make yeah, it all sure. better? Yes, okay. and, and if he does it, then you'll promise that you'll you give it another chance to Mark Richardson. It'll be a clean slate. Okay, go. Hey, Mark, how are you? 
Well, um, I'm driving around Auckland trying to find a goddamn park because I'm late for the project. So I'm shitting, all right? It's a really nice Do you know what? I'd rather you, you answer me honestly. I love that. That's great. Everyone has shit days, mate. Tomorrow's Friday, so. No, no, I'm, I am sorry, Vex. I normally don't um, just people. There must have been something... Uh, Something wrong on the day, but I do apologise. Yeah. Uh, there's a good takeaway from this conversation. I think you. Cold, dead heart. Oh. I promise when I watch the block this Sunday, I won't say, oh, I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a good takeaway from this conversation, Mark. Someone labelled you New Zealand's Richard Gere. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I've not labelled myself that for a long time. Yeah. So. I, would, I would sort of say you're New Zealand's Hugh Hefner. <laughs> the the dead version. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, okay, now you've offended Mark, the one who offended everyone well, else. Mark, you are a bloody lovely guy. So thanks for coming on the show and having a laugh with us uh, at Bex's expense. And we'll catch you on the project tonight. Yeah, good on you. Thanks. And it's a lesson, actually. I, I, I've learned my lesson. I will be nice to people. Oh. Love your work, Mark. You have a good one. Uh, no worries. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Now, last night we re- recorded our TV show. We do that in a bleak warehouse uh, <laughs> in Auckland. Yeah, yeah, it's not bleak. Yeah, there's some, lights. Yeah, well, some of the country's finest methamphetamine has been manufactured <laughs> in that warehouse. Like 200 people share one toilet? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but <laughs> She's not lying. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And it's a... Uh, what do you call it, bloody... This is good chat, Johnny. What's a, what's a toilet when both sexes are sharing? Unisex. Unisex. Unisex toilet as well. Yeah. And there's someone on your cast that always has a pre-show too, so it's awful we run that has to use it, but I don't want to talk about like that at the moment. <laughs> uh, but last night when we uh, were recording the TV show, we always have like our crew before, because they're there for a while, they always have a bit of a dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they go through and they sort of grab their stuff. It's kind of like a, a mini buffet for them. Mm. Rich. Well, you know, it's not like it's... It's, it's, not, like it's a, not the seven days buffet no, I've heard, but the no. John O'Mean buffet is not anything to scoff at. It's a cheaper Valentine's. <laughs> it is. Uh, but last night, a guy walked in off the street just came in and walked in and lined up with everyone. Joined the line. Blended in. Helped himself to food, <laughs> sat down at a table. What? Chatted to people, talked to everyone. Everyone's like, oh, he must be just part of the crew or part of someone. I don't know. Everyone just kind of introduced himself, had a chat to him. It wasn't until after he'd eaten that someone went over and, hey, mate, what, 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 what are you actually doing tonight? And he's like, I don't know. I just sort of walk in and I saw there was a feed and I thought I'd get one. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I love this guy so, so much. He's walking off the street. Did he stay for the show or was he like, he wasn't even there that? for the show? No. He just walking past and he saw everyone was eating. He was like, oh, great. I'll get in the line. <laughs> he did. What? <laughs> so ballsy, but so great. That's amazing. It's a tr- and it's a true lesson that if you walk into anywhere with confidence, no one will question you. No one. That's a great lesson. Isn't it? it is, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, it's a great lesson. And we're going to take that lesson and put it on the radio today. Yes. Because uh, we'll just let you in, uh, pull back the curtain a bit today. The, uh, the radio survey results were released, so, you know, the ratings... So we've got, like, at least four days left before we get fired. Mm. Um, and to you two listeners right now, we appreciate both of you. Actually, there's only one right now. Appreciate you. Thanks, Thank Phil. You. Oh, is it Phil? Yeah, it's Phil. Is Rebecca not listening today? No, she's too tough. We lost Rebecca. She works late. Okay. <laughs> so it's great to So there's a, par- a huge party going on uh, for our opposition radio station. Yes. Huge, but lavish party. Lavish. I heard there's a, a pig on the spit. Mm. Oh, is it? A pig with an apple in its mouth. <laughs> yeah. I heard they've got a buffet better than our one at John and Ben. I heard they had Sia <laughs> swinging from a chandelier. Oh. <laughs> That's how good this party is. Wow. And uh, we've got producer Dan uh, with us on the line now. Dan, welcome. 
Yo, 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 and bitches. Dan, Dan, Dan hates nothing more than being sent out in public to do radio. And he, we dress him yeah. up to go in there in confidence. So he's wearing a blazer. He put on some skinny mm. jeans. He's got a nice T-shirt on and a weird hat. Mm. You look like I, a pre- I look like a radio salesman. He yeah. does. You look like a property developer that would sell a leaky apartment to an old couple. <laughs> mm. So this is gonna... my character. Okay, I've gone through it in my head. I've got. I like. I like fine cars and fine cocaine. Okay, you're fitting great at the and party. And the then. finest women <laughs> that New Zealand has yeah, to offer. And the finest women. Okay, well, Dan, uh, yes. set us the scene. What is going on in front of you? Because you're outside this big party right now, our opposition party. Yeah, so they've got this uh, lovely lavish, lavish um, place where they're going. It's called uh, Vultures Lane. It's called so oh. you know that sets it up. Um, not so many people here yet, so I'm actually liking my chances. But um, I've seen a few people from the opposition uh, go in there, so I don't okay. know. We're There's no one at the door that seems like. So I think I can just sort of wander in. It's whether I can actually get a drink is the question. Yeah, well, we're inspired by this guy last night who had a free meal on us. Uh, we want to send you in mm-hmm. to the Devil's Den. The opposition to see uh-huh. how much free food and drink you can put in your pockets and walk out with, okay? Mm-hmm. Without okay. getting caught okay, I'll or see kicked out. I'm very nervous about. It. I don't know why I'm nervous, but I am. It was funny when he was oh, on hold. We, he didn't realise we could hear us, and yeah. he goes, oh, "I hate this. I hate this." <laughs> Dan hates going out into public and having to make radio. It's just standing outside the bar, you can smell the rate of the grating success from the the other radio stations. Okay, get here, in there. You know? Stop messing around. Yeah. Go in there. Yeah, you're going um, to, I'm now gonna what, go what in. I suggest you do is if you're on the phone, start talking and, and pretend you're selling something important and walk straight past security, okay? They, they won't stop you if you're on the phone. Okay. Okay, I'll just start because I've got my phone up to me now, so I'm just going to start talking. Just repeat, like, what, um, repeat what I say. Okay, yeah, I'll guy. sell you five of those. Okay. I'll sell you five of those today. Half a million dollars. Okay, okay, I'll sell, I'll sell you five of those today. Half a million dollars. It's my final offer. Done deal. It's my final offer, mate. Look, I can't do any better than that. <laughs> We've got a deal? We got a deal? Yeah, cheers. Are you in? Okay. All right. Are you in the I'm party? In, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in the lobby. I'm in the lobby. Past security. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. All right. So what's going on? What's the land? Okay. The land? I feel like I'm playing so now, Fortnite, Fortnite, but I can't see what's going on. So now <laughs> I've come through, but there's another door. There's oh, like another, oh, so okay, it's okay. in the lobby I've door. This. I've got this. I'll tell you what to say. You ready? Ready to get through the next door? No, but there's no door. But there's no doorman, so I can just go in. There's no oh. doorman. Okay. Fine. So I can literally... It'll be good. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, what is it? I'll do the surgery and I get back. It's not that urgent. <laughs> I'll do the surgery when I get back. It's not important. That's good. He's, going got through. Through. He's got <laughs> through that unmanned Literally no one hit. Ding! Okay. But a story. He's into the okay, main in, area in, of the park. Can you see Jeremy Wells from Stephen Sharp? There's Mike Hosking there eating caviar off, off some... To what? be honest, I can't see really anybody yet. Oh, should I just go to the bar and ask for a drink? Yeah, ask for a drink and food. Are there, is there food available? Is it possible if I could get a, just a drink, like, on the tap, please? Oh, you need a white band for that. Sorry. A white, white band. band. Tell them if you're after a white band, Coldplay, the whitest of all the bands. <laughs> um, oh, I don't know if I should do that. No, do that, um, Dan. Okay. T- tell, that, tell that crappy joke to the bar guy. <laughs> if, if you're after a white band, I'll, I'll give you Coldplay. Do you like Coldplay? How they no, go? He's not. He's kind of smiling, but it's no. It's not the best. It didn't land. Look, Is it all good if I just get one drink on the tap? I won't tell anyone. <laughs> oh no, you do need a white band, but you yeah. can pay for a drink if you like. No, no. go just ask someone. A free one, though. Is that all good? Is that all right? Just so one is there, is there some food up in this bitch? <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Yeah. Can I get one? Dan, Dan repeat me. Repeat oh, me, Dan. He's, he's going to give me a free band. He's going to give me a free drink. He's going to give me a free drink. Yeah, yes. uh, ask him Jono's question. Drink. Okay, that's fine. Yes, today you can... What's the question? Um, Is there some food up in this bitch? <laughs> Is there some food up in this bitch? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not liking that. They're not liking that. Go into oh, the there is some food? Help yourself. There... I'm I'm in the hors d'oeuvres area. Okay, great, get great. into the hors d'oeuvres no area. Take a whole plate. Take the yeah. whole plate. <laughs> take the whole plate. What, are you, what can you see? I can see shrimps wrapped in bacon. Oh. Take them all. Take the whole plate, Dan. Shrimps wrapped. Pick up the plate. Pick up the plate. Have you got the plate? Pick out the plate. Pick out the, the plate. plate. I've got the plate in my hand. Okay, take the whole plate and just walk out. Walk out the door. Please walk out the door. Walk out the door, you little bitch. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah. Can I just take that? Yeah, I'm outside. Okay. No one's noticed me. I've got like a blazer on and it's, kind of, it's like a small hors d'oeuvres plate. Okay. Get out of there, Dan. Bring okay, I'm running, 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 I'm